I started off the interview by asking the prince to fill us in on a little background about Liechtenstein. I think we have quite a unique history. I think it would go too long to go through all the history and how we managed to stay out of big trouble, not getting uh, uh, incorporated into a larger state, etc. But now I think Liechtenstein is a thriving manufacturing place. We are the highest um, rate of manufacturing of all European countries. It's close to, uh, to a bit more than 40% of the workforce is in manufacturing. And, this, uh, and the second sector is financial services, but there's also a lot of sort of small business trade, etc. So it has a very um, well-balanced economy. The, the second thing is our geographical situation between uh, Switzerland and Austria, which is good, but also we have proximity to Germany, but also not far away is Italy. So we are really embedded in the, in the center of Europe. We have, we are not member of the European Union, but we are associated with the European Union through the so-called European Economic Area. It's a group of, uh, which includes Norway, Iceland, and Liechtenstein. And we have the four freedoms, sort of the freedom of exchange of goods, services, capital, and people. But we are not part of the political union. But at the same time, we have a customs union with Switzerland and also a currency union. We use the Swiss franc in Liechtenstein and not uh, the, the euro. In our uh, political system, we have a very robust monarchy where the, uh, the French has, has a lot to, uh, to say, but we have also a very strong direct democracy. We have a parliament with political parties, but a very strong direct uh, democracy. And we have, which might seem strange, but it's very useful in a small country, a large autonomy of the 11 municipalities. So this gives a very balanced system so that the um, there is also the political parties as, 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 as somewhat controlled. The central power is sort of, the executive power is, is, is under control. We have an independent judicial system. So we have a very solid system. And if one looks around Europe and compares the trust of people in the institution, Liechtenstein is a very well placed there. So how did you first become interested in blockchain? I think it was 2013, was it? It was 2013. Well, I was in blockchain. I was uh, always quite interested because I heard there's a new way where you can actually maybe not replace institutions, but uh, getting more efficient at certain um, functions and not be carried out anymore to be trustworthy by institutions, like uh, a public register or something but by that decentralized way. It seemed to me an efficient way. I got that, that I got more interested, also interested in the sector of cryptocurrencies, was when Jack Lou, who was the, then the US treasurer in 2013 at the World Economic Forum, used more than half of his speech to tell the public how dangerous Bitcoin is and what has to be done sort of to block Bitcoin off. And when I heard that, I thought that, that must be interesting. And I started to look at cryptocurrencies, which I hadn't done before. 
And, and what was the interest? Uh, obviously, you know, you probably don't need to invest in it in the, the way I do. Are you interested in a as a, a way of democratizing finance, or as I, I, I was in in general, I was interested. We know that Asia and the Austrian economics there is high extreme of competition between currencies and, and, and private currencies by, by banks. So I was always into, uh, thinking, wouldn't it be good if there would be more competition? Because at the moment it, it is a monopoly of the state. And mm. I think the states and governments will not so easy, and they never in history did uh, give up on this monopoly. But I thought a healthy competition would be good. And then I also thought that uh, special currencies for special functions or special regions would be useful. Let's imagine now, for instance, Venezuela. If they would have a, a, a currency which which they could use, and which uh, they, they could do on their internet, uh, on, the, on, on, the, on their machines, the payment. Now the problem with Venezuela is now that they don't have electricity. <laughs> so it does, but, but this was ideas, so it is not, it's still in my thinking, it is work in progress. Mm. But, but, but I'm, I'm interested in, and I know also that uh, we will need changes in, 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 in the monetary system. Because uh, the, the function, actually, of this European Central Bank, let's take the, the European Central Bank as an example, is to preserve the value of the euro and to, to concentrate itself on monetary policy. Now, with the quantitative easing, and with the negative interest, the European Central Bank makes also fiscal and economic policy, which they sh shouldn't do, and which are the long-term risks to destroy the value, or at least to harm the value of the euro. Do you see them as a, uh, a bit of a frightening experiment, those two aspects? What, what do you mean? Yeah, the, uh, the negative interest rates. And... Uh, the, well, the, the, the negative interest rate, I think it is a... Um, it is for, for, for a few reasons very dangerous. First, you are, it's very important that people save and have equity to do that. It's important for the economy, but it's also important for personal freedom. Because the moment you have debt, you're not a free person anymore. So this is, this is a philosophical thing. Uh, secondly, you, you must not, I think it is something like um, illegal tax on savings which I think is, uh, must not be. And thirdly, the central banks are also responsibility for the stability of banks. And they want banks to build up their equity so that they can lend to the economy. And they say we, have, we need low interest rates so that the economy invests. But with the uh, zero to negative interest rate, banks cannot make profits anymore and cannot build up, therefore, their equity. So it, it defeats the purpose of banking. Some people in the cryptocurrency space um, think that you know negative interest rates and quantitative easing um, increases the case for cryptocurrency. Do you do you think that, or is that just wishful thinking? Uh, well, I, I think it is um, it is a, a logical it, it is a, a logical thinking. I think there are a, a number of criteria which uh, which you need for, uh, for 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 a currency. So far, cryptocurrencies don't fulfill all of them. But certainly, it is a case for cryptocurrencies or for other private currencies. What finally will come out, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I think I'm interested. 
it, it is an I interesting thing, and, um, and we, we will see. And sometimes, you know, you have to go into an adventure like cryptocurrency. You, you mentioned a, uh, a Venezuelan coin. Is there any possibility of uh, a coin from Liechtenstein? Well, I think it should be. I think the cryptocurrencies should be uh, should remain a private thing. Mm -hmm. And um, so I don't think that, that Liechtenstein will issue that. But there, and I don't think, uh, you know, that there are also uh, some central banks who are, uh, who are talking about it, but they mean digital currencies. And there's a big difference between a cryptocurrency and, and a digital currency. It's like the digital currency. euro that people have been talking about. The, the digital euro uh, they are talking about which would even give more freedom to the European Central Bank to do monetary, uh, to, to, go, to do fiscal and economic policy. So I, mm. I, I'm not so sure that but that would be a good idea. <laughs> I would rather prefer the Libra to, uh, to succeed than the Central Bank digital currency. Is the, um, your country has obviously gone out and made a point to uh, be blockchain and cryptocurrency friendly. Is that driven by you or is that from elsewhere in the in the government? No, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not that important. So <laughs> I'm a private. I'm a private uh, businessman. No, it, it was actually a certain uh, consensus between uh, the, the government and, and different actors in the country, economic actors in the country, and I think it is a, a very good initiative to, to go ahead, to go cautiously ahead, but to do something. And I think there. Liechtenstein has now a pioneer role of having a good legislation on that, which, for instance, gives a legal definition to the token, etc., so that there is a certain legal security there. Is that um, world-leading legislation? Uh, I'm not across all the details of that, but what does it do differently, or what sort of certainty does it provide for a, uh, a business or a cryptocurrency outfit in your country that other countries don't have? Well, I think the advantage is that we have now a legislation which gives us a, which gives a legal security. It doesn't mean that other countries don't have it because some of the of the existing laws can also be adapted uh, to it. We don't have a specific law on cryptocurrencies. We have a lot. We have the law is called uh, a law on trustworthy technologies. But, but it, it describes specifically the token and other necessary elements which you need also for a cryptocurrency. Have you had um, success in attracting uh, these sorts of companies to your country? I, I think that there, is, uh, there, there are quite a number of uh, companies coming already before the law became into law because it was voted into into law by the parliament only a few weeks ago. So 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 it, so it is very new, but. In preparation, there were also uh, coming. What was helpful was that already a number of years ago, our regulator, the financial service authorities, started to make what they called an innovation lab. And there they could work together with promoters from the business in, in making, no, it wasn't called innovation lab, it was called regulation lab, regulatory lab necessary rules and, and try to, uh, to discuss with them how it could uh, how it could be done and I think then uh, certain actors came came to Liechtenstein 
Is it important for a small country to have a point of difference like that to attract business? I, I think, yes. Uh, we, I think a small country needs to be more innovative and more flexible. And so we, we have to be, as we have in the manufacturing, we always have to be innovative. We have to, be, to, uh, to try to have new ideas, to, be, to work on high productivity. Switzerland is also very famous for um, attracting cryptocurrency firms. Um, do the two countries work together or do they have harmonious regulations? Well, I think uh, that the Swiss are very much looking now how we enacted our law. Uh, you know, in a, in a smaller country, it is easier to put through laws a bit uh, quicker than, than, than in large, compared to us. Switzerland is a larger country. So they, uh, they are looking at it, and I think they are also maybe waiting a bit what will be our experiences with it. Collaboration with Switzerland is very good, and also our regulators, they, they work very well together. Um, Prince Alois, am I saying that right? Yeah. Um, he told CNBC that um, he's interested in using blockchain to improve administrative tasks in the in the country. What what sort of things are, are you looking at? Well, I'm I, I don't I don't know what he exactly meant, but I think certain things, and this is my thinking, certain things in the public administration could be facilitated, like uh, through the uh, through a decentralized ledger, like let's say a car register, a company register. I think certain tasks in the public administration can be made um, more efficient and therefore also less costs to the, uh, to the taxpayer. You mentioned direct democracy before, and that's um, one potential use case. Do you see that as, as being uh, having a possible future? The, uh, well, I don't think that necessarily the blockchain technology and, and um, direct democracy um, mm, I think it, 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 it's neutral. I think it, it will neither um, it will neither boost direct democracy and nor, nor stop it. I think the, the one thing is actually how a country, a democratic country, wants to organize its governance system and its democracy. And the other thing is actually a technology which helps to improve the administration. I read that you um, personally convinced uh, the godfather of Ethereum, Yanislav Malahov. To, uh, to move his um, project to Liechtenstein. Is that true? Well, um, yeah, yes, 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 and no. What, what he told me, I once met him at a conference in Berlin a few years ago, and there I, uh, and, and we, we had a very short talk, and I just uh, said to him, I believe that he should look what Liechtenstein is doing in this sector. And he took it up, but I think there were other people then in Liechtenstein who really convinced him. Um, can you tell me about Bank Frick, which um, is one of the few sort of uh, traditional banks that offers uh, crypto uh, currency trading and banking and storage and all those sorts of things? I mean, did the did the government in Liechtenstein help smooth the path for, for the, that bank? Uh, well, I think we have in Liechtenstein the principle that um, we want to have a business friendly framework, but the government will not never smooth the path for specific actors. They, they, they will do a framework, and I think it was done in col collaboration also with the financial services authorities, and to see that it that it goes into the banking regulatory uh, uh, framework. Mm. Whenever I talk to anyone about banks, they 
they're always worried about anti-money laundering and terrorism financing. Is that an issue for a country like yours? Um, the the worry that other banks in other jurisdictions won't want to deal with, say, bank print? Well, I think it's uh, the, um, there is uh, two things. I think we are in Liechtenstein, we are extremely careful on the whole KYC procedures, etc., and not having any problems with, with money laundering. So, 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 so we are extremely careful on that. The other thing is, and that has again nothing to do with Liechtenstein, quite a number of the mm, traditional banks don't want to have anything to do with banks who are actors in the, in the cryptocurrencies. I know that also certain of the cryptocurrency companies in Europe have problems in to get a, a bank account in a, in a normal bank for fiat money. What do you think that is? Established organizations are sometimes afraid of innovation because they, 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 they don't grasp it that way. The second thing is that it, the um, regulatory frameworks for banks in the Western world is so tight that they have probably difficulties to uh, to put this idea of crypto into their, um, let's say, compliant thinking. So I have, I have to, to defend them also a bit. It's probably very difficult when, when they have the traditional rules, which, which are approved and also approved by the regulators, to do the KYC thing, to also use it for uh, on the crypto world. When you deal with people who are more in traditional finance, traditional banking, what's their understanding of cryptocurrency? Uh, do they still see that this, you know, scammy? Well, uh, you, you can see that the, 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 the whole spectrum from uh, from from very dangerous to highly interesting. So this is uh, this is like, and I think the traditional banking will change a lot over the next ten years. That there will be big changes, and also this and blockchain, not necessarily also cryptocurrencies, but both blockchain cryptocurrencies will also be catalysts of change. Do you personally invest in cryptocurrency? At the at the, at the moment, not. At the moment, not. You know, I'm um, a bit of a self-made man entrepreneur, so I basically invest into my own businesses to, uh, to, to make them grow because I have, I have two businesses and I want to, to grow them, so I'm, I'm, most of my money I reinvest in my businesses. Uh, in April, we hosted an event, um, I think it was called Imagine Finance in 2013, or that might have been one of the, um, the topics. How do you see the financial world developing in you know that time period? You know, we had a small round table. It was called the Digital Financial System 2030. And we are discussing there with different specialists from different areas of the financial system and also uh, from with having people from the US, from Europe, from Africa, from Asia, how um, how the financial system can look like a digital financial system in, in 2030. Um, at the moment, it's a continuous process. At the moment, we still have more questions than answers. Mm. Uh, what we know is that there are, all we, we know is and that that's nothing news for the public, that, that there will be quite a number of changes. We, we also, we are starting now 
to work out certain scenarios, which we are still a bit simulating with, um, scenarios. And I think where there will be big changes and probably come pretty quickly is on the whole payment systems. Then the question is, how will the savings look like? How will be the credit uh, markets look like? So this, this has, uh, there are still uh, some questions. I think the easiest uh, to answer are probably the payment systems. Uh, what do you see happening with payment systems? Well, I, th I think uh, it, it will uh, get more and more away from banks. And if, if, if we look at the existing one, let's, let's put away the Google, Google Pay and Apple Pay, it still needs um, a bank account at the receiving end and uh, a bank account at the ending end. It's just mm -hmm. in the payment system. And they want to have it that because as long as they can keep it that they are not in the regulated business. So 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 they they can keep it. Then a new idea is Libra. Libra is now a bit put on hold by everyone. By, by, by everyone. <laughs> um, but I think systems like these African payment systems, where you do basically everything on, on, on the on the iPhone and then you have eyes let's say a trusted server somewhere, a, a, a trusted server, or on a, uh, basically on a distributed ledger. I think this could be a model which uh, could become universal. Now, Africa has this big advantage there, because they don't have an established financial system. Most people don't even have a bank account, so it's much easier to put such a system on the way. But then, you, then you've got the problem with uh, there's no KYC and uh, all, all those sorts of issues. Uh, well, but it's also mostly smaller amounts which are uh, which, which, which are changing. And, uh, this is this, these are not, not big transactions. Actually, a system for the for the small one, there is no credit given, so I don't see uh, this problem. And you know, when we start to do a KYC for each small transaction, uh, the, the whole financial system will break down. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I guess we've already got cash and yeah. you don't need KYC. I, I'm, I'm very much in favor of a good KYC. And let's say in my company, is very strict. We have to know all the clients. We have to, to know what to do. The transactions have to be plausible. But if, if one starts then to query people for, uh, for all small payments, um, Uh, this, the whole system will improve. Um, when you're imagining, you know, the financial world in 2030, um, there are some people who think that we didn't really sort of uh, make it through the global financial crisis. We just delayed it a bit. Do you do you see another fin financial crisis happening before then? Uh, well, I, I think it, it will. At the moment, we are very efficiently kicking down the can the road. <laughs> yeah. very, it's very efficient in, in that way. <laughs> And that can still go for, for a while. I think the, the European Central Bank will continue, also with Mrs. Lagarde as, as the head, to do what um, um, Draghi described and whatever it takes. So it will be a loose monetary policy, allowing countries even to increase their, uh, their debt. The only thing which I, but on the other side, it destroys the savings of the people. The other big problem which will come about us, you can't inflate away the pension obligations. Mm. You can, but then they will, you will have very poor old people. Yeah, so... So I, I see a crisis, uh, a crisis coming up, and in my opinion, 
you know, if we we always have cycles and we always have crises, and we need crises to improve our systems. And at the moment, we did a monetary policy since more than 20 years to avoid crises. Do you have any suggestions on how ordinary people, such as myself or people in Europe, can uh, you know best prepare for such a financial crisis? Well, I think uh, the, uh, for me, is one thing have as little debt as possible because in theory now that uh, the people in debt are favored but if the crisis come your savings will be gone but the debt will remain with you so i think uh, not having debt is, uh, is is quite important or not too much or you have a debt but, but you can see you know you have, you might need a mortgage to buy your house but but, but that you can see that uh, that you that you can, uh, can get rid of it this is important and then i think having um being, if, if, if you want to have savings, I think at the moment you, you need uh, some money saving, but watch it. I still, you see people are now going into gold, are going into, uh, and we have a huge inflation in, uh, in investment goods, real estate, the company participations, equity markets. Uh, but I still think that uh, Participations in good companies, good finance companies in the equity market, is is also something. It can go down, but it will not go down to zero. Mm. Good advice. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, thanks for joining us on Blockchain Journeys. Uh, please remember to subscribe or leave us a nice review. We're still pretty new, so we're uh, grateful for any help that you can give us to spread the word. Until next week, goodbye.